Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael Dean Show here on Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, and joining me this evening is Mr. Big Sexy and Saxer. How are you? Doing well. Midweek throwdown is always fun. All right. And also joining us tonight is Mr. Ant Pooh. Sir, how are you? I'm doing better than I was about a week ago. I think last time we spoke, I was like, God damn, your boy done lost five G's. Well, damn. thankfully, yeah. Well, thankfully, the market is back on track and I got my money back. Okay. Okay. I feel you on that. Well, back in, what is it? Back in the black? Yeah, black in, in okay. the black. In the black. Well, always, I, always in the black, but. I guess the thing I could say is, hey, at least I got five G's to lose. Right. There you go. Right. There, you, there go. you go. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. All right. And uh, so we are coming to you live in the midst. Well, shit, I'm in the midst of the coronavirus apocalypse, apparently, uh, here in Washington State. Uh, a lot of people shook. Uh, I see people on the train with the masks on. And anytime somebody goes, <coughs> you're like, who, 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 who that coughing? So. Uh, it's somewhat semi-serious out here. I think there's been nine deaths, I want to say. It's far last time I checked. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, uh, one of the big things. Uh, Emerald City Comic Con is next week. Um, and, I, and I work at the, at the convention center. Well, my, the business I work at is located in there. And it's a big deal. It, you know, I see DC Comics them pulled out and... Uh, uh, Dark Horse, they usually have giant, you know, uh, presence at these cons here in Seattle. Uh, I think Whoa. I think I just seen CGC that's pulled out as well. Um, so they and they're offering uh, refunds, which I ain't never heard of before, and which is crazy because I know most of the days were sold out. So definitely uh, keep my eyes open on it. You know, in my area down there. Uh, Emerald City is Christmas time. You know, that's, you know, there's thousands of people, you know, all the hotels be packed, all of the restaurants and stores and that little radius, you know, gangbuster business, all the coffee shops, gangbuster business, you know, my business, we do great during this time. So it would be a major blow if they were to cancel it. Um, but I don't think they will. I mean, you also remember too, so many people are flying in and have already purchased their tickets and stuff. So at least they are giving people an option out, I suppose, if you can't make it. But uh, it's very interesting. I'm, I'm actually not going to go to Comic-Con this year. But now I'll be interested because uh, since the people might not be coming, usually there's brothers standing out in the street selling tickets, you know. Gotcha, Comic-Con. Yeah. So maybe oh, the yeah. prices, the, the scalping prices might be dirt cheap this year. So I might just grab one and walk up in there, but we'll see. But, um, but I'm not, I'm not sick though. Um, and I don't know anybody who is, at least that I know of. And, and to that point, as far as a gaming perspective, uh, they canceled uh GDC, the game developers conference, which was going to take place in San Francisco. Uh, your boy was going to be up there for about three days and, uh, EA was like, yeah, we're pulling out of a uh, GDC and I was supposed to take part in the, yeah, go ahead, uh, put, start the coon train music. <laughs> they were going to have the uh, Blacks and Gaming Awards. And when I, when I got that uh, email saying EA's pulling out of GDC, 
I got on the phone, got, got on the phone with the boss and was like, now look here's a um, now I know we EA as a company's not going. <laughs> Y'all shows don't want me to go by myself, right? Wow. <laughs> this is self-deprecating coin. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And she was like, no, nah. she's like, she was like, and don't worry about it. There's gonna be something she's gonna come in shortly. All um employee travel is gonna be canceled. So don't worry about that. I was like, oh yeah, thank you, boss, thank you, boss. Jesus. <laughs> just, kidding, just kidding. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. When when uh when they were like the coronavirus is popping off and I'm like, I'm supposed to be up in San Francisco, which I already think is a dirty ass place to be. You gonna throw in a virus with a mm. bunch of gaming people who I already think aren't the most hygienic. Cause I've been yeah. to Comic Con, I've been to E3. And tell your tell your be- customers what you really think about them. God damn. <laughs> Now to be fair, GDC isn't customers. Jesus Christ! It's talent people trying to get well, put on. So you're telling your coworkers, your, your industry. Hey, if you ain't washing your ass right, you need to hear this. Whoa. I'm just saying, when I've gone to Comic Con and E3, it'd be like 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, and people got fresh six, seven, eight, nine p.m. body odor rocking. So mm. I didn't, I didn't really want to be around them like all that. So I'm glad they made the smart decision as a company and then as an industry as a whole, uh, shutting it down. Let's, let's get everything, um, figured out and just run it back next year. Interesting. Yeah. It's, uh, definitely a lot of things are being, I see a lot of things are being canceled. I think Amazon has canceled all of their employees from traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, abroad. Mm-hmm. I actually one, I think I saw the newspaper, well, the newspaper, I saw in the news today, there was a Amazon employee here who has it. Um, so it's kind of interesting, but yeah, man, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm on a wait and see. I mean, definitely people have passed away. It's usually been people who have, I guess, pre-existing or other health issues were going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm not panicking and that type of thing, but you definitely keep your eye, you know, Again, you should always be washing your hands anyway, and, yep. you know, and that type of stuff. So, but yeah. when we're talking about what's been canceled, we're gonna bring it to what hasn't been canceled, and to my ain't shit person of the week. I'm talking about you, Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. WrestleMania is gonna take place at the end of this month, the last Sunday, I believe, of the month. And he was like, you know, uh, pandemic be damned. We got to get this money. <laughs> we ain't canceling nothing. So everybody that's flying into Tampa for WrestleMania ain't gonna be no refunds because the show will go on. And I was just, and everybody's like they're shocked, and I'm like, dude, have y'all been paying attention to Vince McMahon for the past forty years? This motherfucker had a had a wrestler fall out the ceiling, land into the ring, was dying. They got him out of the ring, and like, okay, we got to finish this show. Hmm. Well, it doesn't. Um that that's like a pay-per-view type of event too, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I could see why he's like, fuck that. Well, they, no, they didn't got to come in the stands, but we're going to broadcast this out to the people. <laughs> well, I mean, I can understand if he said that, but he pretty much said the show's going on. Ain't going to be no refunds. If you don't come, oh, wow, that's, no that's a you bad, not a me bad. <laughs> hey, wrestling. That's why he is who he is. I guess. <laughs> this is a business. God damn it. Give him a shot and get him out there. But, uh, well, hey, there's probably places that probably should be shut down. I bet you the strip clubs be open. 
Oh, all day. All day. <laughs> and that's the place where it might be low-key unsanitary, but I mean, you know. Hey, low-key? Oh, I, hey, I don't know. I don't, I don't know I'm like you, but. High-key. I'd say high-key. <laughs> I said that pole might be problematic, but that's where they want to have them Lysol wipes. Uh, Destiny, are you finished? <laughs> Wipe it down for the next person now. Okay. Hey, uh, I, I don't want to get on the side note, but you know E, the lesbian homie from Big John's video. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. First, I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 She. She. Uh, on her Instagram story, she works at a strip club. It's one of the videos she in, had. In real life? Yes. Yes. Not really? out. She's not a stripper. I guess she's one of the hostess or or the well, yeah, hostess one that brings the drinks. She had a video of her wiping down the pole in between really? the dances. I was like, "Wow!" And, and unpause on that one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, okay. I I guess those YouTube checks ain't ain't all that it seems. Or at least hers. She in there wiping down it. poles in the strip club. God damn. <laughs> all right. We must get some good money because she ain't stripping. She in there working, serving drinks. She yeah. interesting, interesting. All right. Um, if you saw the uh, outfit, you could probably figure out why she's making some good money. Oh, yeah, she looks good. I ain't mad at her. But uh, anyway, so there's a few things I want to get into. First off, uh, actually, I want to talk about this and get you guys' opinion. Uh, first, the fat boys broke up. Damn, oh, now, man. public enemy. Listen, <clears throat> now I'm a public enemy fan. At least I was back in the day when public enemy was out when they in their heyday. To me, they was the top group. Like the most important group, and I was like, the music is bomb. Chuck D's rapping was dope. Flavor, what they was talking about, just the feeling I got from like being a fan of Public Enemy. It was everything was just on a high watermark to me. It was high bar. Uh, they didn't was no selling out. They was keep you know speaking truth to power, all that. And then, of course, you know, obviously other groups come out, but I always was like, yo, man, Public Enemy, psh, they don't, you don't get no more, you know, black power, not even black power, just, you know, these dudes stand up dudes. Now, we have, I remember seeing the uh, thing online, it was the Bernie Sanders Public Enemy poster or whatever, you know, was talking about there's going to be some sort of rally and Public Enemy was performing. Well, when I saw that at first, I was like, huh? How is Public Enemy going to be doing some political rally? And it ain't like, if, if it would have been like Obama or I even give like a Kamala Harris or a Cory Booker or, or so, at least I would have been like, okay. But for it not to be a black candidate and you're talking about Public Enemy, you're talking about, you know, uh, what did my man say? You need to follow Farrakhan. He's or something. He's a prophet. You need to listen to this. This is a man who was big up in Farrakhan and Nation. Uh, the S1Ws is in the group based off of Fruit of Islam. For it to go to uh, the imagery of their name with Bernie Sanders and then it says "Fight the Power," that threw me for a loop. I was like. Oh, fuck is going on like huh 
how do you equate that? It doesn't, I was like, eh, that's not, I don't remember that being a part of, I thought they was like, what do they say? Elvis Presley was a hero. Mother, fuck him and John Wayne. That's, so I was like, okay, what's going on here? And then I didn't want to, I didn't even look at, I think, I think uh, Ant posted it in the chat or something. I was just like, I just rolled my eyes. Like, ah. I guess it, I was like, man, what did my man Q say? Mortgage payments. I was like, God damn. I hope they get in a fat bag for that. But then uh, you start to see the news that Flavor Flav comes out. And I believe he put a cease and desist. And he's you know, basically saying, yeah, I'm not, you can't use public enemy and I ain't supporting Bernie, blah, 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 blah. And I wasn't paying much attention to it because I was thinking like, maybe that was a fake poster or, I, and I just couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around it being real. And then, um, I saw the headline where Chuck D was like, Flavor Flav got, what'd he say? I got 30 days or something to get his act together. I was like, this sounds like some shit a, a father would tell to their son. <laughs> I'm like, these are, we are grown, these are grown men. On the, I was like, what the hell is going on? How are you going to tell another grown man he got there on a timetable to get his life together? I was like, okay. And then by the time I started to pay attention, which I think it was the same day or less than 24 hours, I see the headline that Chuck D or Flavor, Public Enemy then kicked out or fired Flavor Flav. And I was like, huh? Now, I know that Flavor has always, not, oh, I'm not going to say always, but I remember there's been friction before, particularly when Flav was doing the uh, reality show, Flavor of Love. That, that's, yeah. that was like yeah, one of the early ones that started all this shit. But yeah. I remember Chuck and them was kind of embarrassed about that and da, 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 da. But I thought they had sort of worked all that through or whatever. So when I saw this and I'm like, man, and I'm, I'm going by, I'm going by how it looks. We get into details in a second. I was like, you're going to fire uh, Flavor Flav over some Bernie Sanders shit? Like, I was like, come on, man. This, and I, I would imagine there's probably more to it than that. But the optics of it, I had a problem with. Because it just goes to me, in my opinion, contradictory to what I see public enemy as the group as the brand was all about and i just found it was like sad i don't know ironic that the public lashing of the one of their members is over a politician let alone it's a white politician i'm, I'm not for or against bernie sanders i ain't nothing against him but i was just i was like is that what it's just, I don't know. I was like, I'm glad they're not as relevant as they would have been because I would have really been disappointed if this would have been back in the days and this happened. They wouldn't even be the group they are, in my opinion. They would be, it would be like uh, NWA when um, no Vaseline's. Again, I'm quoting lyrics. Y'all don't, so don't hate me. I hate Case Q. You let a Jew break up my crew or you go, they was going in on Easy e going to the White House. I never have dinner with the president. To me, I'm like, how how do you do this, Chuck? And I say Chuck is Chuck a superhero to me. But I was just kind of like, God damn, man. Like, couldn't you have maybe done it later? Or I, I just didn't understand why it would have to be 
positioned with this Bernie thing. Because my thing is like, y'all been around in my my hemisphere or my attention span longer than Bernie and will be after. You know, Bernie, if he doesn't even get nominated, then you would have, it'll look like you severed a founding member of the group over something that was not even, they don't even matter no more. Like, y'all bigger than that. So, to me, I was just very disappointed uh, that it has to be played out like that. I'm actually disappointed that, too, it's in the public. Like, they should have handled that all behind the scenes. Now, I did see an interview with Griff. I watched it this morning, and he talks about this. And, and Griff, uh, though he is not an active member of the group, he said he was on the phone with Chuck. Flav and the other members and some of the original members, and they have a powwow on the phone about this and, you know, talking it through. And he basically said, and now I understand too, that um, it's not public enemy that's, that was performing. It was public enemy radio, which is what Chuck D calls it now. So this is separation between the real core group and Chuck D and some other people that are not Flavor Flav, Professor Griff, or Terminator X. So kind of like that Moore's Day and the Time versus the Time. Yeah, but I I think on that flyer though, it just said Public Enemy initially, and I think that's what Flavor was objecting to. Like, no, it ain't. That ain't all of. That ain't Public Enemy. And even Griff was like, Yeah, we not most. A lot of the people on that phone call wasn't with it. But that's why we wanted to make sure it was public enemy radio and not public enemy because that, you know, that ain't what public enemy is about. And what if everybody's not in line with supporting Bernie kind of pushing it on people? So I can see how it got misconstrued, but I just felt like there could have been a conversation outside of the media uh, where you didn't have to put Flav on blast or I put him in a position where you got 30 days, get yourself together or, and then you're fired. Didn't even do the 30 days. But again, that's just my opinion. I, I, I just kind of was like, eh, hopefully they can fix it. Uh, cause this is, uh, I don't know. A, it was a bad look in my opinion. Uh, and Pooh, what, what's your take on this? <clears throat> I'm, I'm kind of two mindsets. Um, on the one hand, with uh, with Chuck, I see where he's coming from because, you know, unfortunately, yeah, there was a long period of time where Flav was wasn't right. You know, he had his issues with drugs and and of the law. Um, he sued Public Enemy, sued Chuck D. Um, that kind of was public. So he is kind of like, well, you're saying it's in the public line. I'm like, I'm looking at Chuck like, why you do this publicly? Well, Flav kind of did it publicly as well. Two wrongs to make a right. It is what it is. Um, the, other, the, the point what gets to me is, is that people were saying, and I'm sorry, on the other side, people were saying all the stuff that he's been through, the, the, the suit, it's, it's, more, it's more than just this Bernie thing. And I think you made this point, too. All right, fine. There's more to it than this Bernie thing. But why is it that the Bernie thing was like the, the line of, of no return? That looks kind of funny style and shady. And people were saying, well, he's been a coon for this long. He he did that horrible Flavor of Love show and all these other reality shows. Well, 
Chuck didn't, have, didn't seem to have a problem with it. He didn't go public and boot him out then. And as a matter of fact, when they did the, the roast of Flavor Flav, the first thing you saw was, I mean, the first people you saw was Flavor Flav in a limousine with who? Chuck D. So in my opinion, you, Chuck, you co-signing it. So it, that can't be a problem. And just, just the overall, just the tone, um, Chuck saying that, oh, yeah, you there was this reality show where your kids wanted to put you in, um, wanted to put you in rehab and talking about you were still having some issues. Uh, to me, I'm looking like, dude, you, you're crossing the line. Now, some would say, well, that's fair game. It, it was a television show made public. But why are you throwing that at him? Why are you trying to? To me, it's like you brought that up to try to as cover for what you were doing, because at the end of the day, he spoke out against something you put together, and now it's around some political stuff. And and I'm I've just been saying I hope there's more to it. I hope there's more to it. I hope there's more to it. But at the end of the day, what we're seeing is you gave him the boot because he was either gonna fuck up your payday with this political person or fuck up your clout with this political machine, and. I'm. What did uh, Riley say to um, Grandpa? Gang recognized game, and you looking mad, unfamiliar, Chuck. Hmm. Yeah. Now I, I believe that I think Chuck and them said that this was not a paid event. I believe, and I could be wrong, but I do wonder why. I mean, you know what? I, I probably was disappointed. Is it seemed like, and you kind of said this. Chuck sort of got pulled into the ego type of one-upmanship in the press with this, where I just thought he would be the bigger person and be like, okay, Flav, you did the cease and desist. Now, if I'm not mistaken, he did the cease and desist toward Bernie, not to Chuck D. Um, which, again, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. He went, he, he sees something with his brand that obviously he's associated with out in the media that he doesn't agree with. And he's going after, he didn't say, oh, I'm blasting Chuck. He, I'm going after Bernie. What, what's this poster about? What is this? Nah, that ain't, I don't, I didn't co-sign this. So I'm not mad at him for doing that. Um, but I just feel like, I think Chuck may have took it like, well, I'm Chuck D. You can't tell me, you know, I run public enemy, which may be true. But I just felt like I thought he would be bigger than he could. I he was, man, let me call Flav. To fuck, I, okay, Flav, this is what's going on, Playboy. I coast, this is doing, we're doing public enemy radio, man. So you ain't got to be none of part of this. And let me go holler at Bernie and them so they can change that poster. Now, again, po politicians in the campaign, they are not stupid. They know damn well True. the yeah. imagery and optics and what it will look like by positioning Bernie's name with public enemy and fight the power. They know how that's going to look. That's why they put that out there. That's why it does not say public enemy radio. They want to know, no, get the brand logo that the people are going to easily in one second identify and position it that way. Push it out there. So to me, Chuck should have going to holler at them and say, hey, you know what? Can you change that? Because that ain't right. You know, the other members ain't with it, but he didn't do that. He put his own brother, uh, 
you know, on blast on the you got 30 days. That's what that's that's the part where I don't understand. But anyway, big sexy. What, what's your take on it? <clears throat> All right. I looked into this the minute I heard it, heard about it. <clears throat> I had heard about Chuck doing the uh show for Bernie. I never heard it was a PE show. Now, I've seen the the flyers that have it being a PE show, which it isn't, we all know. And Flav got bent because his image was in that implying he was backing Bernie. And in a statement that Chuck, excuse me, that Flav gave the Guardian, says, no, I got nothing to do with that. I just wasn't told. Now, as far as the beef with Flav and Chuck, apparently Chuck, God damn it! apparently Flav has been on suspension since 2016 where he missed a Harry Belafonte benefit in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, I don't know what suspension means, but according to the press release that I'm reading, it says he's missed recording sessions and photo shoots, live gigs from Glastonbury to Canada. Uh, he's always chosen to party over work. Now, to that, Flay responds that this was something between him and Chuck, and it's because it was implied that Flay was a part of supporting Bernie, which he isn't. He says he has nothing against Bernie, but he just didn't want to be put in that position. Now, I agree with you, Mike, because none of this needed to become public. If Flav sees the poster and implies that he's going to be there, all I need to do is make a phone call, keep it in the building. Now, as to this conduct, and I don't know what it was from 2016 to get the suspension and other things that may have led to this, according to the article, this was the last straw. So whatever Flav had been up to, and I'm not saying it was the Flavor of Love show, or is he on a, and he's on a love and hip hop something or other too, doing that as well. I don't know, but apparently they had had enough, and they gave him the old WWF. We wish you well in your uh, future endeavors speech, and sent him packing. Did it need to become public? Of course not. And unfortunately, I look at Flavor Flavor. God damn it! I look at Chuck D. The same way I look at someone like a George Clinton. Uh, like a Maurice White, when you have a group of people and you are the alpha dog, you run shit. Everyone knows it. You know, people didn't like it in in Cameo because Larry was running shit. Same thing with George and the Funkadelic thing. Same thing with Maurice White and Earth, Wind, and Fire. The buck stops there. And assuming that is the same with P.E., Chuck's the, the voice. And if they pulled him aside in 2016, I said, look, you're going to sit here for a minute and figure your shit out. And if he didn't figure it out to, you know, to their satisfaction, you got to go. And since he went ahead and did his cease and desist, I'm guessing, and I don't know, but I'm guessing he did it without speaking to Chuck. He just went ahead and did it. No, no, I can't have that on top of all the other transgressions you may have done. You have to go. And that's where it is. See, I don't have a problem with them being suspension and all that. But see, my thing is, and let's just assume all that is true, which it probably is. And I think even Griff spoke of this. 
You doing it now, though? <laughs> I question. I would ask Chuck. I would be because I'm like, dude, I'm a fan. I love all you brothers. To me, the whole group, it, it, it has to be Flav, Chuck, Griff, Terminator. That's public enemy to me. I would be Agreed. like, how does this help your brand? You firing him right now, straight off of this Bernie thing, is that in the core values of what the general public thinks of public enemy or not? That's what I would ask him. Because to me as a fan, it makes you look crazy. It make me question all the lyrics. Like, is it was that was they just saying that, or is they really? Because then I'm gonna be like, as a fan, I'm be like, I see how you did Ch uh, Griff, right? Uh, he said something in an interview. He was talking about some stuff that would, to me, going to go with the core values of somewhat of what your group is about. His position was Minister of Information, and he's breaking down some stuff. <laughs> certain people in the Jewish community or certain cats in the label didn't like what he said. So you pressured to kick your man out the group, but then you brought him back in. So I, I would be like, okay, eh. when, when under pressure, all of them black fight the power, uh, that stuff kind of got pushed to the side. This is a business. Uh, mm -hmm. Your man got to go. Okay. Now the heat's over. Come on back in. Now you in 2020. Y'all ain't even, you know, the big group no more. You still definitely respect it. Now it's in a highly politicized, you know, campaign situation. And here go public enemy is going to put they stamp on a political situation. All the group members said they ain't with it. Or one of them, one of the core founding members say he ain't with it, whether or not he run the group or not. But your actions, your decision to fire him where it looks like, as you say, it's the last straw and you do it now, it makes me question as a fan, like, man, ah, huh? Like I said, even if he was on suspension, all of that is very true. Why would, optically as a group, as Chuck D, wouldn't you be like, okay, I got to make a chess move here. What do I win by firing him right now? Does it my ego look like I'm in control? <laughs> is that what the game was? Cause I don't, I mean, I guess if you feel good about and me as a fan, I'd look at your funny style. Like Pete, this is PE. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I, it's one of those situations where you can be right, but is that a win? Like, does that make sense to do? And that's what I said to me, I would have been like, cool. Let's play. We holler behind the scenes. What's done is done, but I'm not going to shoot the integrity of my group just to be proven a point. That's that's what it seems like to me because it uh, it looks crazy to me. That's that's so uh, I don't know, man. I it, and I hate to see Public Enemy going through this. The other part of it is these guys are fifties and sixties age group. They elder cats. They own and they own. And so you got older dudes out here on social media <laughs> going back and forth, and it's PE corny. If you'd have said maybe this was two live crew or I don't know, if it was MC Ren or, you know what I mean? Like some other type of group. I'd be like, okay, they're with the shits. It's, you know, funny stuff. Well, this, y'all was supposed to be, y'all was supposed to be above all that. And, and Chuck D was the, Chuck D was Captain America. You know, Captain America going to be on, all right, Tony, 
you got 30 days to get it together. He wouldn't be on social media telling Tony. <laughs> he would be like, man, coming to the HQ. What the fuck are you doing, Tony? We can fight, but we're not going to. So I, uh, I don't know, man. It just, uh, hopefully they, hopefully Chuck would do like he did back in the day. And he'd be like, all right, you know what? Flav back in the group. The heat is over. Uh, let's bring our brother back now, which is corny, but that's his MO. So hopefully at least he'll do that. Yeah, um, I'm looking at these tweets and I'm just like, Chuck, come on, man. Spoke uh, <clears throat> spoke to Bernie Sanders rally with enemy radio. If there was a bag, Flav would have been there front and center. And I'm yep, just looking I'm at cold. I'm looking at Chuck like, my dude, really? You gonna put him out there like that? Now, his part of what I would say, I'm like, what's wrong with that? I mean, Bernie getting paid. All these politicians getting paid. Why are why is uh, Flavor Flav and Public Enemy lending their cred, lending their audience to Bernie, and you ain't getting a bag? Maybe there's a promise of a bag, future bag later. But in my opinion, you'd be a new fool to to, to bank on that. Because I would be like, I'm, aren't you just song and dancing then? Yeah, well, Public Enemy song and dancing. I, I, not to say nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, public enemy doing it? I don't understand. <laughs> if there was a bag, Flav would have been there front and center. Uh, if I'm Flavor Flav, I'd be like, you damn right. That's how we should be doing it. Why be giving them our stuff for free? Well, <clears throat> this is not unprecedented in the music business. Back in 1979, I believe, the Eagles had the same thing happen to them. They had the leadership of the Eagles, Glenn Fry and Don Henley said, look, we're going to do the show in support of Senator Alan Cranston. At the show, Cranston comes up to all the guys and says, hey, thanks for coming out and being a part of this. Lead guitarist Don Helder, or excuse me, Don Helder, I can't fucking his name up. Something Helder, him, that guy, this says, hey, you're welcome, I guess. And the band took that as some disrespect towards the senator. And on stage, Glenn Fryer was like, I'm kicking your ass after this, after the set. And you could see him, and I've seen I've seen audio of the footage saying, two more songs, motherfucker. Then it's me and you. Show ends. Felder, I think Don Felder. Felder smashes his, his guitar, jumps limo, and splits. Hadn't been seen since then until the reunion in 96. So it does happen. Yeah, that's some corny shit. Now, let me say this. So the same energy would be like, if Flavor Flav or any other band member or, or, or Griff or somebody other than Chuck said, oh, well, and a, and a flyer came out, Trump, public enemy, fight the power. And Chuck D was like, oh, no. Nah. Cease and desist. <laughs> and they was like, oh, well, you have to group Chuck. Oh, no, this is what we doing. It's public enemy flavors. Niggas would be pissed. So it ain't got, so I'm just saying, like, when you're dealing with something that goes to me, it goes against the values of that group. It should be off the, you have to consult with everybody before you do that. Cause it would be, everyone would be upset if it was a Trump, if it was for, if it was for a Trump rally. They'd be, oh, no, you can't do it. But this would be the same shit. It's whack. You know, no matter what group it was, if it was, if it was Prince and the Revolution, 
And Prince was like, oh, yeah, we doing, uh, well, he's the, he's the, he is the group. It'd have to be a group. What's a group? <laughs> uh, what if it was, uh, shit, there's no more groups today, are there? Guns and Roses? <laughs> <laughs> if it was it some Guns other. Guns and Roses? Guns and Roses, or I was trying to think. What's that? Oh, oh, the Beatles. Sure, it was the Beatles. And Paul was like, yo, I'm running for, uh, well, no, I'm talking, I want something that's out now. Like, what's a group out from the last couple uh, of years? Oh, my God. There's Maroon really no five. See, I don't know Ew. none of these. I don't know none of these. Ca- Let's just say it was. The Migos. Uh, How about the Migos? The Migos. <laughs> say it was the Migos. And one of them say, yo, I'm doing a rally for Andrew Yang. <laughs> and the other one's like, no, nah, I want to do Bloomberg. And they fire each other. For, they'd be like, man, this corn, it's corny. Like, you're supposed to consult with the people in the group, especially again, if it was some other little group that just doesn't really matter, you'd be like, whatever. But to me, it's this public enemy. Now, if they would have, if, if somebody would have said, oh, if it was a Faircon picture with PE, motherfuckers who don't even care about PE would be all up in arms. But his, but his, his home base, maybe you know, his core fan base, were like, hell yeah, they're supposed to be up there with him. They, that's what they kept talking about. They, he's all in their records. But when y'all do it over Bernie, what rack, what record of PE was they talking about Bernie shit? Like, would even make you associated with it? I just, I, it would, uh, it'd be the same if it was Biden or something. Be like, huh? Yeah, here's some more tweets from Chuck where I'm just like, Chuck, what are you doing? <clears throat> so somebody tweeted him, Mr. Chuck D, consider yourself unfollowed. No flavor flave equals no public enemy. And he responded, follow flavor flave, go Selena. Then he responded, he put up a tweet, if y'all disagree here, you need to simply follow flavor flave and tell him. It's simple. His Instagram too and Facebook. I'm just looking at Chuck like, why are you, why are you mad, back? Chuck? I don't understand. <laughs> Too old for this, bro. Damn. So this is when you that's that social media, man. Get cats caught up. Yeah. Everybody wanna be right or big chip, ego. I guess if you, it you if, know, you, if it helps public enemy, I guess go for it. But I don't know, just disappointing. I'm of the opinion, and this is just me, that music and politics just don't mix. You know, because well, they do. The, no, they don't. PE is a political group. Whoa, 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 whoa! PE is taking their own stance. I mean, music and politics, as far as election and whatnot goes, because anytime you have a group of anybody, and you put <clears throat> put that group up, and that group says we endorse X, okay, that's fine. Someone in the group. Ain't going to be with it. Fans, all the fans aren't going to be with it. And then it becomes, well, what are you guys about? Are you about your core values or are you about X's platform? Well, see, I I would say it's different with PE because, again, if it was Farrakhan, which some would say is a political figure, or was uh, Jesse Jackson when these guys running, they would be so that would be in tune with what they're talking about. They are a political group. I just feel like when you go against that if you are a political group and then you go do something where it seems against all the political shit you were talking about, then yeah, it don't make no sense. And your fans gonna be like, huh? That's 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 how it looks to me. Like 
they are always been political, but you're going against what your what I thought your core values were. When you're doing like this for this type of guy, like, eh. But again, like I say, you go back and look at Chuck's uh, record, I guess it's in line with it was <laughs> sad to say. But I don't know. You seem like under pressure, you know. And I'm, listen, I know Chuck, if I ever see Chuck, you probably, Yo, what'd you say about me? I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, come on, bro. You, you're, you're like, like I said, a superhero to us. You don't need to be doing all this. You could fire a whole boy off to this, off, pull this coat to the side. Even if he puts you on blast, you on cold and bigger than this, you the face of it too. You'd be, you know what? I'm not going to play this game with Flav and I'm not going to feed into what they want me to do and, and, and chastise my brother in front of them. I know how that will play to my people as well. So I'm not going to even do that. We're going to get rid of Flav in another month or so when this shit is over. So it don't look crazy on the group and what we stand for. And he still could be out the group. You could still have, you still calling the shots, but you don't have to look like a sucker about it. That's all I'm saying. But that's just my opinion. So anyway, damn, P.E. <laughs> I got a message from the government the other day. Opened it, read it, and said they were suckers, and I won too. It's like, change <laughs> yeah. and, and, and Chuck really looked kind of bad because Bernie, Bernie looked like he he lost on Super Tuesday, and he doesn't look like he's going to have any minutes yeah, to move forward. Was it worth so it's it? Like, was it worth it? Congratulations. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I, I hope I hope there's more to the story. I, I hope there's more to the story. But right now, you drew the line in the sand after Bernie Sanders, not and after happened, the other yeah, stuff. What happened to his 30 days? It was I, I thought it was a year. Oh, a year. yeah. Well, then what happened to that? It's less than 24 hours. It looked like fuck this. It sounds to me like it was cumulative back from 2016. Now, I don't know when the 30 days applied in there. When he put that post you out. Are suspension the whole time since then. You, you, you're, doing court, you're doing courtroom uh, time served, Your Honor. <laughs> he said 30 days. Well, he's been on suspension for a year. It's over. Stop. But you're right, though. You're, you know, the only thing Chuck needs to do is pull him to the side, you know, behind closed doors and say, look, we got a problem here. You need to cool it out. And if you're going to cut him loose, that's fine. Play the concert, do your thing, let it co calm down, and then you dust him privately. Problem solved. Yeah. And I, you I, always I, use the, uh, the, the, the face-saving phrase, hey, man, we just had creative differences. There you go. Yeah, when it gets yeah. dissed. You know? But, I don't know. It's, it's sad. They, that's, why they, that's why there ain't that many black groups no more either way, because cats, the egos... Everybody think they bigger, you know, I'm the one. Okay. You're going to be up there by yourself. We know you as public. This is what we know you as public enemy. And you guess you have your version of public enemy. But to me, it's always going to be Chuck, Flay, Terminator X, Griff, uh, and fucking the media assassin, Harry Allen. So other than that, go out there and have your fake Jerome. This is more day in the time. Public enemy and in in friends. Whatever. That's cool. That's cool, Chuck. Public enemy and friends. That's cool. Public enemy and some other niggas. 
<laughs> public enemy and the Democrat. Let me stop. To pub, public enemy and the Bernie Bros. There you go. There you go. You happy? All right. Let's get off of that, man. I said to say. Um, but stick with music for a second here, too. Um, I see this story in the news bubbling. And I've actually watched some videos on it. I know Big Sexy got some information. So uh, Megan, the, Megan the Stallion, that's, that's the actual name, mm. the young lady. Um, I don't know if I've ever heard her music. Have I seen her shaking her ass online? Oh, of course. I know her more so for that, you know, twerking and all that good stuff. Um, but you know, I'm not hating, get your paper, build up your brand, however you do. But I see that she came out and she dropped a IG video, I believe. And she was detailing her woes with her record label. And I'm going to just give you the quick synopsis and you guys go into detail. So it sounds like she is upset with her record label. What is it? 1501? 1501. It's it's not a record label. It's her management company. No, it's no, not no, a no, no. It's a production That's company. That's her label. That's her label. Oh, it is her label. Okay, you're right. It's her label, and she's also signed to 300 Entertainment. She's got the distribution with 300. Yep, and that's the, uh, what's my guy's name? Lear Corn. Lear Corn and, and Kevin Lyles. Mm-hmm. Uh, y- y'all would know them from Def Jam and other stuff. So um, she's basically saying that she feels like... Uh, she, well, one, she's saying the label will not allow her to put out new music and that she has a bad contract and that she was young at the time and didn't really know what she was signing. She admits that she was 20, but it looks like she was more like 23 when she signed this contract. She's currently, what, 25? And she's saying they're basically banning her, blocking her from releasing new music and that she wants to renegotiate her contract with the record company. Uh, She is now being managed by Rock Nation, the Jay-Z company, and uh, her label, I can't think of any other guy's name is Carl. I think he was a... Carl Crawford. He was what? He used to play for the the LA Dodgers. Yeah, he was a a sports guy. He took his money, started a company. I believe he's from Houston or based in Texas. And so so she's, from her point of view, she's like, yeah, you know, they won't negotiate my deal. Um, I'm spending my own money and blah, blah, blah. I can't put my music out. I'm trapped. Almost kind of like doing the whole Prince Slave thing in a sense. And then I think she even went another step further and got an injunction, I guess, against the label. No, she got a TRO. What's that? She got a TRO. What's a TRO? That is not an injunction. We'll get into that, though. Okay, so she got some sort of court order which will allow her to put her music out, right? Uh, mm-hmm. she's going to put something out Friday. And then I also see that her, her label has went to the court to maybe try and stop that. But just on the surface, uh, I, I had, I took a, I, I took a, like a Scooby-Doo when she said <laughs> that she was in her twenties, her mom was her manager. She didn't understand the contract she signed. First of all, stop right there. How do you be in this business and you don't, and you're going to sign a contract that you don't understand after everything that has happened in pop culture, rap, R and B, just music in general. We've seen people, bad deals. We've heard of Ray Charles. We've heard of Prince TLC, Tony Braxton, countless, many other 
artists who've got jerked deals. How do you sign a deal and you don't take the time? Yeah, I don't know if you don't hire a lawyer or whatever it is. And you got, and you, you, it's a bad deal. She hasn't put an album out yet. Keep that in mind. <laughs> How do you renegotiate a contract and you ain't even put shit out? She's had a mixtape. I don't understand that part. Even if the deal, let's just say it was the worst deal ever. Still, they didn't force you to sign that. You're not a child. You said your mother was your manager. And I come to find out her mother has been in the business before. How Wait, do you, what? yeah. How do you come out in 2020 and say, I didn't know what I was signing to. That doesn't make any sense to me. So that's what I was just like, anything else you say after this, I side eye at all. I, huh? I'm not even in it like that. But I would know enough to, I'm not signing shit if I don't know what I'm signing, let alone a business like this. So that was the first thing I didn't understand. The second thing, you have to honor your, your paperwork. You went into a business deal with somebody, you can't come back after the fact unless you got some leverage and it's different circumstances, you want to change the deal. What record artists, recording artists, ain't never put an album out and talk about, I want to change, can I renegotiate my contract? Huh? You ain't did shit. <laughs> Why would I want to negotiate any? Now, I give this guy, and I'm not going to go on to it, but that didn't make any sense to me. I was like, why would they want to renegotiate with you? I don't, I mean, you signed the contract. You, tr you trying to say you got hoodwinked or something? Or was under duress? Was it like, what, did you sign a, a, a Suge Knight, got baseball bats, <laughs> bust your head in contract? What are you talking about? So I, I was just like, ah. And now I see, you know, when I see, okay, so you are on Rock Nation. You wouldn't sign with them. You didn't inform the record company, your production company. You just went and did a deal with them. Now you want to, they probably be in your ear like, oh, you, now you want to come back and change the deal with this, other, this little guy essentially compared to them. It just looks kind of crazy. And I ain't got, I'm not a Megan hater or supporter. I don't have no, no, I have no skin in the game to it. But it just, to me, it's just the wrong signals to be pushing to people, particularly these young folks. When you get into something and you put your name on it, stand on that. If you got into it and they got a better situation than you, charge it to the game, fulfill what you're supposed to do, and then come out and do better. But you don't get to uh, get out of obligations because all of a sudden you have a change of heart or you letting somebody else get in. That's not how we have integrity and do things. That, that to me, that sounds crazy. That's what it seems that some of these people are doing these days. They don't want to fulfill situations, obligations they get in. So they just want to, oh, oh, I'm a victim or, well, I didn't know. Uh, nah, you know what? Oh, well, you take the L, you'll learn better for next time, won't you? But you wasn't tricked into this. 
Now, I'm a big sexy. You got more of the details on this. I just had to get that out. What's your what's your take on this? <laughs> All right, let's delve deep into this. Uh, I looked at a few of the filings and some of the uh, footage, footage, <clears throat> some of the commentary and interviews from the Billboard Pro legal section, and this is what we got. Miss Megan was signed by certified 1501 Certified Entertainment, which is Carl Crawford. That's a given. That's fine. Uh, she is on the hook for four albums to them, and they get to recoup their money. They say they spent $2 million on her so far. I don't know where they're getting $2 million because some of the numbers that I see says she's been downloaded 300,000 times and has a billion, yes, a billion streams and has earned an estimated $7 million in revenue even though she's only been paid 15000 by the label. I don't buy that at all, but let's move on. Um, when she signed the contract, she did sign a distribution agreement with 300 Entertainment, Lior Cohen and Mr. Lyles. Those guys are truly heavyweights in the game. We all know this. After she signed the contract, <clears throat> she hires Rock Nation for management. Rock Nation looks at her contract and is like, oh, no. You got burnt here. You got burnt there. The main items of contention are on the royalties of the albums. She gets 40%. The label gets 60%. Of the 40%, all of the album costs come out of her end. So be it. On the touring and merchandising, the label gets 30% of all of it across the board, as in a 360 deal. Now, the label also controls when her music is to be released, and that's where the problem starts. She's saying the label isn't going to let her release her upcoming CD on Friday because they're getting in the way because she wants to renegotiate. And what she did is went to Texas court and filed a TRO, temporary restraining order. What that means is this. You walk in with a problem, and you have immediate irreparable harm if you don't get what you need. So the court gave her what she needs. She got her TRO. It's only going to last 10 days to two weeks. After that, you go back in, you have your hearing on injunctive relief. At the end of the day, she wants out of this contract. Now, in response, Mr. Crawford and 1501 have asked for an emergency hearing to block the TRO. They asked for that today, and it should be heard tomorrow. Um, I see this going the way, two possible ways. One is going to go the way of TLC, and she's going to try to bankrupt her way out of this. That ain't going to work. Two, she's going to need to sit down with her management and Mr. Crawford and work this out. Because those of us who saw the Defiant Ones, there was a portion in there where my man from Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor, was stuck in the same type of contract. And he and ZTT would let him out. Here comes Jimmy. Jimmy's like, let's work this shit out like gentlemen. They worked it out. Eventually, Jay is going to get involved here. And they're going to work it out. Now, I'm not saying Jay and his team was trying to poach. I'm not implying that. What I am saying, though, is Carl Crawford, who was a very good Major League Baseball player, is way out of his league here. 
Okay, because he's giving out interviews and the way he's talking, he's talking like he's some guy in the street, wants to handle it in the street. It's like, dude, you don't know who you're talking to. Okay, you need to straighten that shit out first. If there's a problem, have your people sit down with the Rock Nation people, figure this shit out. Make it a joint venture, do something. Figure it out. Because if you do lose, you have nothing. And nobody wants an artist who's not going to record for you. And I can see her, like a lot of young artists do, they feel, they realize they've been they've gotten burnt. I recording. I believe the young lady, I'm gonna fuck her name up. A couple of years ago, Kesha had the same thing. She's like, I ain't recording, and she didn't. So we're gonna see here. But this is a bad look all the way around. I will be keeping an eye on tomorrow in Texas federal court to see what happens. Now, see. The other part about this is, well, one thing, Carl, so he linked up, and, and actually, if you go back and look months ago, you can see where this stuff actually started a while ago, but he went and linked up with Jay Prince, right? Yes. And y'all know Jay Prince, for those who do, you know who Jay Prince is, uh, very powerful in the game. Of course, he's from that area, Houston and Texas and all that, and he basically said, I'm partnering with Jay, so to send a signal to the other Jay and all of them over there, like you're not gonna just come and steal my artists. I'm gonna have some backup here. This is this is how we're getting down. And sending a signal to everybody else in the industry, you wanna stand next to Megan in this, then you're gonna have to deal with, you know, possibly being on the wrong side of this situation. That's that's this that's that's that industry. Some people know how it is. And then to me, what I find interesting is you don't see her mentioning nothing about 300 Entertainment. And uh, what's my guy's name again? Leo Cohen. Leo Cohen. Now, this is the same Leo Cohen, Cohen who almost did these same tactics to Rockefeller, right? Yes. Say, hey, Jay-Z, you don't need Dame and uh, what's his name, Biggs. You could just separate from that, man. Let go with me. Start your own shit. You don't need them brothers. Come on, man. I think that they're doing, the, trying to do the exact same thing with her, what they did with this. It is not lost on me that Lior is all clicked in with JC. And, oh, yeah. and his name ain't in, oh, yeah. ain't in the, these packs. He the label. Ain't he the label blocking the releases? No. No, 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 no. No, I'm just saying, no, how, do we know, how do we know he's not? Does he the one saying, "Hey, Rock Nation, you should go get with her. We can etch out this dude, and we can do this on." Oh, you see oh, what I'm okay. saying? That's why I say, why ain't why ain't she saying his name? She etch signed to him, <laughs> right? So to me, I see that's how I see what this is going on. You listen to what Carl's saying in these interviews. He's saying, "Listen, those Rock Nation lawyers came to me, and basically, it wasn't a negotiation. They just told me you're gonna do it like this, or you're done." And he's like, nah, what are you talking about? I spent all this money. This my artist. You can't come in here and just dictate the terms I'm supposed to just roll over. So to me, it looked like there's some more funny stuff going on. And if I was him, I, and I, that's why I see why he's like, you know what? You ain't putting out nothing then. First of all, I don't pay for all this. Oh, so, he, gets, he needs to get his money back. Yeah, That's so they need sure. to. He not only needs to get his money back, but the money I would be making, 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. it out. And to me, let's listen. I, and that's why I don't understand. So if if an artist came up and said, "Well, I want to put my album out," and they don't want to put it out, I can take the label to court and force them to release a product. When they start doing that, couldn't couldn't a prince done that then? Yeah, but no. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why? Why? Now she ain't never had an album out, so I could, I could see an argument where they'd be like, "Okay, you're Prince. You're an established. You didn't had thirty albums. Now they, you want you want to put this one out. Warner Brothers don't want to put it out. They want to block you. You want to put it out Friday. Here's a temporary injunction. But we're talking about somebody who ain't never put no album out before. I don't understand how that works. Well, again, you know, she has has no album, and Carl. Dude, you have no track record, man. So you in there with the the heavies, the heavies through the heavy. Also, one thing she did allege in her documentation is that his label, 1501, isn't really a label because, according to her, he, Carl, did not secure the copyrights on a bunch of her songs. That's a problem. Okay, that's a problem. You know what else is a problem? Sign someone not reading it. (laughs) Go look and see who owns the copyright. Who owns a trademark to her name? Oh, you you cheated. You, you, you trace it back that it's a company with Lee R. Cohen. Three hundred owns uh, Meg Thee Stallion. Also, what's the other words that she has? Is it Hot Girl Summer? Or all the little catchphrases. Yeah. All the little stuff. She, somebody. There's another company that owns a trademark to them. Uh, shout out to wow. Lo- Lovely T. She's a YouTuber. She did a video on this, and she went and got the re- receipts and show that that company is tied to Lear Cohen that owns the trademarks to her shit. And then you wonder why she ain't saying their name in none of these documents. Let's so, find out. So Carl, he's fighting the fight. With a lot of these cats, what happens is they find this talent, they get them to a certain point, they start bubbling, and then here come the big dog record companies, whatever, and they try to poach these artists from these cats. And that's what's going on right now. But see, they're going to have to cash my man out. He's going to get paid. He's going to have to get, to me, he's going to get, he's going to need to get royalties from all her shit for the four albums. He's going to have to get a cut and all that. But then my thing about it though for her is I hope she's doing her research because if you really think, uh, what's the name of the group? 300 and Rock Nation are going to turn over the pro. Proceeds to you, <laughs> like you so all of a sudden go get more when you sign with them. You out of your goddamn mind. You think they're doing this out of the goodness of their heart? You're just gonna be signing <laughs> it over to one person to the other. At least what Carl's saying is, I gave her. Now he's being vague, but he's saying I gave her some ownership of her masters. And he's he begs he yes, asked the yeah, question. I'm- he asked the I question. I need to understand what some means. It, it, it means more than none. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? That's true. So he asked the question, do you think Jay-Z <laughs> and them is going to give an unknown artist ownership of some of their masters out the gate? Hell, Hell no. no. So yeah. again. I, 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 want, I want that question put to Jay-Z and see what he said. And it, yeah, I mean, just if you just look at it, you can look at it. Uh, you can see the moves they've been making in these past few months. Remember uh, when Beyonce had Blue Ivy and they was all up in the pictures with Megan laughing and giggling, taking pictures. How many other artists you see Beyonce do that with? All up in the video. Zero. With her child? 
So none of these moves is done for nothing. They know what they was doing back then. Oh, get her with Beyonce and show. Okay, okay, yeah, ha ha. Yeah, you part of the family. Come on in, make yeah, girl. Stop. And I love Jay Z Beyonce. Listen, I'm just saying. Look at the moves. I'm saying it more for Megan's benefit. Open your eyes. You really think they trying to? They out here. You think they're gonna have you out there like you, Prince, fighting the system? Man, they just trying to get your money. They own your trademark. Why you think they own? Why you think he own your trademarks? <laughs> Is he gonna give it to you? He gonna gift them to you? Stop it. Go do your research on Leo Cohen. Go ask Dame Dash. That's <laughs> what they've been talking about. Culture vulture. Do the math. You're 25 years old. You're starting to come up. And now you're trying to get funny style. And you think they on your side for real. They're not. But I'm going to see how it play out. I, I like that he got Jay Prince in there because Jay Prince don't get his bag. So obviously, if you get somebody like Jay Prince, you're going to gonna have to give him some of that money. <laughs> and he ain't going to not get his paper. Go read his book. He ain't going to let that. The same way Jay Prince tied in with Drake. So when all that stuff was going down with Drake last year and Pusha T, Jay Prince popped his head up and said, hey, this is my guy. And you gonna fuck up my money? All of that stuff is over. <laughs> we ain't playing. Uh -uh. So I'm curious to see. And it's, and it's sad because all you're gonna do is have you got Carl, Jay-Z, these brothers fighting. Now who sit back? They don't mention his name, and he the one gonna get all he's like Lee or Cone. Yeah. I, I, I got him. Another one. See, I did I did you like that in them big uh, Dame Jay? I'm gonna do the next one. Y'all don't my name stay out of it. I'm gonna get paid regardless. But you're you're right because you know she signed a four album deal. Mistake. And if this holds up, charge the game. Get out your four albums, get them up quick, and be done with it. Yeah, and let I mean, your management, you know, do the do what they do. Forty, what is it? Forty sixty split. Forty sixty. Yeah, is it three hundred deal? Three hundred sixty deal. I, I would question why she would even sign a deal, but you did. So there you go. But yeah, I would do, question. Why giving, you up, would, giving up your your tour money in there? Yeah. Well, I mean, as Carl said, player, come on, man. You, you're giving it to you're giving it to Rock Nation, <laughs> so you're gonna give it to somebody. <laughs> and he, you know, his his is, problem is the money is supposed to come straight to me. Then I would give you your cut. Now the money is just going to Rock Nation, and they ain't paying Carl. So he's like, "Well, y'all not paying me what the paperwork say." So yeah, you ain't putting out shit. Try I get my money. Oh yeah, this, this is gonna go on for a while. This is gonna be nasty. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, yeah. And Pooh, you got anything? Nah, you 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 said it all. Um, chess moves, and she up there shaking her ass and trying to feign ignorance. And yeah, they about to make millions off of you. Cold and that is no excuse. Cold I didn't read it. I didn't, don't know what it said. Ah, fuck that. You signed it. Yeah, that's my thing at the end of the day. 
And that's and people want to say she got taken advantage of, but like you said, in two and since two thousand, and actually, actually since Prince, let's take that back. Everybody know about Prince. Did. How you signing deals, not knowing what you signing? How knowing how they get down, especially when it comes to women, especially when it comes to black women. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, I, I would implore you to go check out the lovely tea. There was. Uh, there was a, apparently uh, there was a tweet that was made a while ago where Megan had a lot of great things to say about Carl. What's her name? Lovely T? Lovely T. I'll put the link in the show notes. But she had this good stuff to say about the label. But now uh, Megan went and deleted that tweet recently. Because <laughs> I you know that could be used against her. Because, um, again, where was all of this stuff a while ago? But I don't know, man. It just... None of this stuff is all like innocent, like, oh, I'm against the label, y'all, and they're trying to hold me back. Stop. That's the thing. The fans, people are smarter than that now. So the sympathy play, people ain't going, going for that. You better have all your receipts in order if you're going to do that because we're not stupid. The, the fan base ain't stupid. And, uh, no, nah, we ain't buying it. Just put out some good music, man. And like I said, get your business in order. That's end of the day. Have your business in order. And if you and if you go into a deal with somebody, hold up your end of the deal. It, everything ain't always a win or I'm getting my way or no way. That's not really how you conduct business in life. And I would be if I was a business owner and entertainment, I would second guess doing any kind of deal with her. Because oh, I'm like, you have to. this how you go you get down if you don't get your way? I'll be fucked. Nah, I don't even want those problems. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Same with well, same thing to, I say huh? with uh, Monique, man. It's like when you, are you gonna air me out? And you know I'm cool. Yeah, I don't even want to do business with you. It's too it's too you loose cannon. I'm good. Now that'd be something different if you was Prince. Like right, you know what I mean? Because he got a pedigree, so he can go out there and blast the industry, put slave on his face, the most craziest thing, and be doing all that. But there's print. He got you know who he is. Like he don't put in the work, so you can be like, oh, you know what? You did your thing, and you fought one of brothers. You came out, yeah. Let's do business. But newcomer ain't got nobody to work out. Man, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless I, unless you know, uh, it's a strip club or Pornhub or something. But other than that, what's that? You know, for for twerking. You don't even got no albums. Huh? There'll be another one next year. They got you on deck just to replace Cardi, who replaced Nikki. There's some other ones waiting to replace me. Get out of here. With get out of here with that. <laughs> anyway, let me get off these chicks, man. Let me get off these... What time is it? Okay. Uh, real quick. Uh, and Pooh, you told me about the movie The Flu. Uh-huh, yes. So I started watching that last night. I didn't watch all of it yet. Now, The Flu is about, uh, it's like a mutated strain of with avian flu, bird flu. Yeah. That mm -hmm. ravages, I don't know, where does this take place? In Korea or something? Or? Yeah, it's Korea. If you want to see, a, yeah. If you want to see a true 
real life horror movie that scared the shit out of you, especially in today's times, watch the movie The Flu. It is on Amazon Prime. Nigga, I was watching that last night and they did the slow motion with <laughs> and, and they show the germ spittle flying in people's faces and I was like yo what the f-? and then my starts spitting blood and barfing blood and oh man that's that movie is off the chain man. that shit was scary I was watching that shit like yo this shit is about to be on some fucking coronas man that movie is terrifying man and that little girl I see what you was t- going on with man, Mike. They gonna have the little child. With the, uh, it was stressful. I had to turn it off. I said I'll watch the rest of this tomorrow. That's too much, man. That movie's off the chain, man. Yeah, and what did you did you uh, get to the part where they started quarantining? So yeah, people? I'm at the part where they were like in a store or something, and oh. the gate, the gates went down. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Yeah, like, and the nah, lady I ran and almost got here. chopped off. Yeah, that shit, that, shit, that shit is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, man, this would be horrible. This would be terrifying if this happened in real life, man. Like, woo. Well, sad part about it is, is that yeah. it's not, it's, it's, it's based on fact. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was, That's how they gonna do us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tell me. I don't, I don't know what happens next, but I'm like, it can't be good. I don't know. I was like, how did? What's the upshot? How how are they gonna have the, you know, the happy ending after this? Because this is a motherfucker. People's dying and, yeah, uh, it's crazy, man. That little girl was like, ah, I was like, I, I can't. Why is yep. this child out here by himself? <laughs> That's the main question. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm like, she got a pet homeless dude. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> It was so many like this could go one whole other way. Like ah, this I was like I'm very uncomfortable watching this little girl out here with these situations. And I was like ah, the fuck is going on, man? Then when I thought she died for that quick, I was like, ah, I can't watch this. But yeah, that salute to Korea, whatever. I don't know North South where these movies are coming out. They putting out some bangers, man. You know, Train to Busan. Now this. They doing their thing out there. Um, but anyway, uh, what else? Oh, uh, we better talk about your boy Tavis Smiley. What? <laughs> Actually, before I go to that, real quick, it was posted. Get your in, wallet out. It was posted in the Discord chat. It was the video. Uh, it was the Los Angeles County DA's husband? Uh, this Black Lives Matter protesters came to. Was it Jackie Lacey? Her house. Mm-hmm. Yep. To pro- yep. And the and the, there's a video of the husband. He comes out, gun. He got his gun. He looked crazy as hell. He looked like the literally like you niggas, y'all y'all done fucked up. Like I don't know if it was the middle of the night or whatever it was. Six a.m. Yeah, six a.m. And he was on his niggas. I wish you would politics. Cause he came out there, opened that front door with the gun. I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here now?" It, she had to come out and apologize. And yeah, I seen cats and I think Q in there. Said, you don't ever do that, you know. Which true, but the thing, my thing of it is, why are you going to these people's house? You should put. You pro you can protest people and you go to their place of business and they, they elected officials. 
But I do wonder, like, why would you go to their front door? Like, I don't, is, is that like, are they, is it assumed that, uh, you know, public, what do you call them? Public um, officials, you can just go to their house and that's a part of their job. Like, you you know, the pro, you don't know what you're dealing with. You don't know who's on the other side of that door. What's the get down? You're trespassing on somebody's house. Like if somebody came to my house like that, be ready to go upside somebody's head. Especially if, if you knew they was coming at you with the bullshit. You're like, huh? Now, did he go over the top with the gun? Of course. God, thank God he didn't, his finger didn't slip on the trigger or somebody got shot. But, and, and you know what I'm saying? So I said, thank God for that. But the thing is, what if that did happen and you took a bullet to the chest? Because dude wasn't about, he, he's obviously with the shits. He don't give a fuck about politically correct. He don't care about his wife's position. He's on his coming to my house with this shit. I'm drawn down on you. Now you could be wrong, but you putting yourself in a position to be dealing with a nutcase like that. Like dude's wild. And we always be joking like, yeah, I wish niggas would come up to my house. Oh, uh, you come to my house with that shit. This is the real life version. He like, I got you. I got some. Y'all not coming to my house. <laughs> and this, and he's a black. And they black lives matter. <laughs> he don't give a fuck about that. He like, nigga, I'm in here. Watch, 6 yeah, I'm 6 a.m. I'm 16. I'm in here. I might, might be trying to get some. What, what, nigga? Who at the front door? Oh, they, they protest. Oh, hell. I, I can already. Who, who at the, <laughs> we're black. Hands up. Don't shoot. Huh? Oh, no, they ain't. Not in my goddamn front yard. <laughs> Give it. Get the strap. I don't want she was in there. Uh, Jerry, don't go. Don't go out there like that. I oh, fuck that. They got me fucked up. They got me fucked up. <laughs> he came out there. He looked great. That's a t-shirt. Him drawing down like, damn, bro. What are you doing? But wrong one. Black household, 6, 5, 40 a.m. in the morning, and his wife in there, he the husband, and he hears some fuck shit at the door. <sighs> What's he supposed to do? Come out and pray with you? Not, so I don't know, man. What would what you, what you say, Big Sexy? Look, uh, a few years ago, I think I put this in Discord, a few years ago, this guy comes knocking on my door right around 6 a.m. And I don't have my contacts. And I'm like, is that the front door? And Patty's all, yeah. I'm like, oh, hell no. I walk up to the door with my trusty Mikan 28-ounce softball bat. <laughs> open the door. What the fuck, man? You got your goddamn mind? And the guy took off running. He was Usain Bolt running. And he just knocked on your door? Yeah. It turns out. He was some, you know, bum, you know, trying to look through people's garbage cans. Like, man, I will kill you. Now, now goddamn mind. Now, what did you have done if it wasn't just a knock on the door, but they was out there or some kind of yelling or, and it was multiple, pe multiple people. Asses get whipped. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Shit. 
We don't get it on. Oh, yeah, he was like, was like, oh, this is he's this is the attorney, Mark Wiggins. Yeah, he's 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 uh working for that one guy we don't like. Let's protest Mark's house. You are representing Keller. You represent Keller. <laughs> At six a.m., you get what you get. <laughs> we don't get it on. Fuck that. Now, if you want to come to the office, hey, that's that's part of the deal. Nope, no problem. You want to come out of the house? I don't like it, but if there's a respectable hour, you got you to gotta swallow that. 6 a.m. beating on my door? Are you out of your fucking mind? No, no. And part of the beef was the uh, the Black Lives Matter. I think she's the founder, too, right? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, she was pretty high up in the organization. She has said that she's been trying to get a interview or a sit-down with... Um, that DA for two years. Oh, okay. I, I did hear this, yes. Now, again, it goes both ways. If you ask anybody for a meeting and they tell you no, guess what? It's no. You don't have a right to talk to people. Sorry. Now, you can beef about it. You can protest outside their office about it. Fine. But the answer is no. And now you shut up at the house at the rim, ass rim of dawn. You're wrong. Okay, so, you're wrong. You started whatever domino falls after this, you knocked the first one down, showed up at somebody's house with your soldiers and your crew, ready to you know, get all loud. You got your fucking mind? No. But I will say this. If the Black Lives Matter organizer is accurate, she's got a valid point on a couple of things that uh, this DA needs to be talked about, though. Because if I'm <laughs> not mistaken, the article said there have been, and I got to, I'll to check the number, but 500 civilian lives taken mm. while on this chick's you know, turn in office. Wow. And that, that's a lot. That's a whole lot. It is. And, and she said 500, and there has only been like one charge. Yeah, if that's accurate, she needs to get out in front and deal with that. But not at 6 a.m. and not in my house. Because I will whip your ass. So they so they pulled up on our house. They was like, pull up. They pulled up mm-hmm. on our house. Rolled up at the at the back cave. In nah, the wrong and, and that nigga answers the door. <laughs> <laughs> and she's all, will you shoot me? Yes, I will shoot you. Oh shit. Okay. I, I give him some props because you know my cats would have been. Oh shit. And that's all he would have seen in right. her. Broke out so, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's one thing that he, they didn't do because the minute he pulls out, I'm like, you're still standing there shooting a, a camera? Shit. I'm I mean, gone. They, I, that tells you about the strength of black women. They they got nerve. I guess <laughs> they had it. They had it. I wish you would. Yeah. Hey, but, but test that out in the wrong. I, 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 I see. I see both sides of it. Was it extreme? Yes, absolutely, it was. But on the other hand, you're coming. First of all, you're presenting yourself as a threat. In my opinion. Before you open the door, you don't, it's five in the morning. What are you doing here knocking on my door trying to talk to my wife? I'm sorry. You're presenting yourself as a threat to me. It's, yeah. that just, it's just crazy that you would do that. And people are mad at his response. No, let's be mad at these protesters. Because if it was Mayor Garcetti, or is it Garcetti? I can't remember how you pronounce it. It'd be a whole other response to that. So I say keep the same energy. 
Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, it's like on one hand, they'd be like, I thought we were supposed to protect our sisters. He protected his queen. That's right. His queen in the house. And it's, you know, early in the morning and and they out there with the shits. (laughs) And not on his watch. He's like, nah, like y'all, y'all. So I, I, again, I can really only see one side. I understand the other side of why they want to have a sit down interview and get at this politician. I do get that, but I just say, go. Sometimes you got to have some logic about it and you got to be smart. Like if it was, you know, if it was, I'm just using his name because I like to clown him. If it was Andrew Yang's house, you might know you will roll up in there. You don't expect they're going to come out busting. But a black house? And then she married? Ah! Nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do the pull up on this house at five in the morning. I, I don't know what I'm dealing with. Uh, and he's a perfect example of this is what happens when you don't think it through. Because some of these people are with the shit. And this brother, this older brother too, he ain't no young thug. He, this he's like this is my house. I, I ain't running for office. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Come in, and that's why I'm glad they didn't step past the threshold of that front door, because he ain't no telling what this cat would have did, man. Oh, he'd opened up. He'd opened that would have been, been tragic and just terrible. But this is why maybe there need to be some boundaries, even for the worst of the politicians you know, scope out the situation first and then we're going to, we're at war. We're going to be sister soldier. Then you better have you some writers too. Cause yeah, these, some of these cats ain't playing around, man. That's all I'm, I just want. And I actually, I did hear the lady who was at the front door. She said she had like two or three kids, yeah, younger kids and stuff. And I don't understand. Like you got children at home and you out here knocking, Bum rushing people's doors at five in the morning. What if something would have happened to her? What about her kids? And you trying, I mean, again, I'm all for standing up for our rights and holding people accountable. But the first accountability you got as a parent is to them children. And they'd be traumatized. They might be traumatized just looking at this video. You're going through this. I, I, I always ask, is it, was it worth it? But maybe it was for her. That's that's a a call. I guess each individual parent got to make. But I, I wouldn't be putting. I couldn't put my family through no shit like that. Eh? I guess I just have to be the sucker to sell out. But you're not gonna have. <laughs> nah. But anyway, hey man, it's sad to see that. But but what what a, what a video. <laughs> Strong black man. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely wrong. that dude. He he looked wild. I was like, they go Q. See, <laughs> <laughs> when them LGBT <laughs> protesters. Yeah, I wish he was here. <laughs> I wish he was here because he was in the chat. He was all, well, you know, you have to do this and you do that. Yeah, okay, Q. Let somebody show up at your house unannounced at the crack exactly, of dawn. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> More than try that, man. Morpheus knocking on the door. What's up, Q? <laughs> Talking all that shit on Discord, nigga. I've been trying to have a meeting with you. <laughs> Come here. Let me stop. Um, 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So real quick, Tab is smiling. And we've talked about this before. You know, he had the allegations against him. He was taken off of PBS. They canceled his show. It was saying there's a number of uh, women who worked for him who had sexual relations and uh, misconduct. And so Tavis had sued PBS because he felt like they were wrong and it was all consensual. And so they countersued him, right? And they basically, they won. They were saying like, you broke the morality clause in your contract. Not supposed to be, I guess in this sense, having these relationships with people you work with that were subordinates of you in a sense. Um, and they, they have been awarded damages up to 1.5 million, but the judge is going to determine how much, but that's a lot of money. And, you know, I've seen people say, oh, it was a setup and all this. Listen, and I like to have a smile, but this is just what I can learn from this is there's really no reason. There's no logical reason for you to be having sexual relationships with people that work in your organization and you being higher up in the organization, having these sexual relationships with multiple people in your organization. It, it doesn't, it's not worth it. Right. He lost his show. He lost all his, I mean, you know, his clout and everything he had gone because he I was going to make the joke. Some people say this nigga thought he was Prince. Yeah. <laughs> he thought, oh, uh, yeah, uh, the, the chicks that work for me, uh, yeah, I'm smashing them. I got this one and that one. And it, it don't work like that. You are, your checks are being cut by PBS Corporation. You work under them. You sign contract. You're working for them. You black. Now, you might see Weinstein and some of these other cats, and even they're getting called to the paint. You may see that type of behavior going on in that industry and think, oh, well, I'm, this is my business. I, I'm going to do like they do. They, it, this is, we can get down like this. No, you can't. Also, you out here going in on Obama. That campaign going in on the president of the United States. I'm sure there's many other people in the Democratic Party and situ with business thing. Oh, you was talking breaking bad on. Yeah, okay. You're gonna get yours. Slip up. <laughs> You're gonna be done, trust me. <laughs> and, and to me, that's how I play. You're not gonna get away with all that foolishness, plus these women coming forward now. And is it in Me Too climate? You're done. And that's what happened. He lucky he didn't go to jail. He lucky all he getting is that they untook his, stripped him of his shit. But he didn't have to fall into that situation if he would have just said, you know what? Let me just be about my bag at work. I can go get chicks out in the street. Not the ones that work for me. Because see, what happens if one of them get jealous and, oh, you were doing, oh, girl, I thought we were in a relationship. I'm going to HR. Oh, I'm going to PB. What happens then? It's not worth it. 
For what? For some pussy? Are you kidding? <laughs> You're going to throw away your, your whole thing over that? It doesn't make any sense. That's what This brother was supposed to be smart. <laughs> How smart could you possibly be if that's what you're doing? Like, I thought the business was... I thought this was a business. So I just shake my head at him. And this is another example. We lessons learned that you don't shit where you eat. So you've got a job, you're working somewhere and old girl looking at, oh man, she cool. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and nah. I like my position here and I'm trying to do some things. Nah, unless I quit or she's quitting, I'm cool. Unless you're going to marry her or something like that. But now nah, what happens What happens when it goes bad or you just do a one night thing you don't want to do with her and she want what's going to happen then? Why roll the dice? He had way too much to lose. One of them young women got $300,000 settlement. Was it there's worth a, all that? There's a word <clears throat> that I always say when it comes to uh, the opposite sex. It is ubiquitous. Right. It's everywhere. You don't need to be, you know, sifting around where you work because I was just going to fuck up the bag. And the higher up you are in the organization, the bigger the opportunity to fuck up. Mm -hmm. Tavis. I mean, is there anything out there, you know, worth a million and a half plus all the loss of goodwill and damage to your image? No, no. Yeah. He does. That's just somewhere else. It's, I mean, in terms of the, the, the profile in the business, the the types of businesses that oh, he was doing over. business with, he's done. done. They ain't, they ain't going to fool, fool with you. You're going to be now. It's sad, man. Like I said, I like to have now it makes me wonder. Now I can I'm like, maybe that's why he published that R. Kelly memoir years ago. <laughs> maybe he was. You already knew he was on some bullshit. So, yeah, R. Kelly, I'll put your book out. Uh, man, I know Cornell West is probably like, I ain't got nothing to do with that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Cornell West somewhere. Cornell West is, uh, what is he in the back room of the Bernie thing? Bug, bug dancing. That's where he, nah, let me start. I ain't got nothing to do with that nigga. Salute to Cornell West. <laughs> But yeah, he ain't, he, you see, he ain't talking, he ain't said nothing about, I'm standing up for Tavis. Nope. We're going to appeal this. Nope. Just pay your money and shut up. Yeah. Damn, Tavis. God damn it. And again, you go, you go to war with PBS. You, you can't win. Okay. <laughs> Public PBS, broadcasting man. system. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, he, he probably should have just. See, remember when it first came out and he was like, I didn't know it. And it was, and he was he made a point to that. I'm getting in front of this and, and I'm suing. I'm gonna sue them. Ah, Should have just took the took the L. Okay, man, they, they took my show. Now he gonna pay, now he gotta pay them money. It's like, God damn. Mm, mm, mm. But well, so, you know, pray for our brother Tavis. <laughs> but leave them chicks alone, man. You don't, man. There's what yeah. needs to be a, a, a it needs to be a course taught or something. Whereas men, brothers, not like this. 
<laughs> Not Tread lightly. Yeah. Tread oh, you, lightly. You got a business? Oh, you, you're doing big things. Yeah, man. Yeah, we got this going on. Hey, man. So, so, oh, what Tav- Tavis, man? I'm just so pr- Yeah, you know, we have some drinks. Yeah, okay, what's up? Yeah, Mike, but let me tell you, man, you know, uh, did you see uh, uh, Susan? Yeah, 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 she's like, yeah, fuck. Huh? Mm-mm. Yeah, man, yeah, 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 man, I tore that down, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, the intern, yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, I fuck. Huh? <laughs> you a wild boy, Tavis. <laughs> you a wild boy. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm play. I'm a player by mine, you know? <laughs> yeah, ha, <laughs> ha. And then, Chickens come home to roost on your ass and boom. Yeah, you remember Tavis? Yeah, he was, yeah, man. They canceled his shit. Took all this. He, he got to pay them money. My God, damn. Yeah, man. Keep it. Yeah. That's what happens. So, cautionary tale. Cautionary tale. Any other things y'all want to bring up before we get about it? Uh, I thought we were going to get into uh, Joe Biden a little bit. Yeah, apparently I uh, I was totally wrong on my prediction. What, oh. what was your prediction? Oh. My prediction was Sanders, and I thought Biden was done. And nah. you know the old Negro spirituals proved me wrong. They came out and voted for him. I mean, and I, I guess I got to give the man props. He knows the game. He's like, okay, uh, what do old black folk like? They like uh, Jesus, Martin Luther King, and Obama. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Obama. <laughs> And he ran to the polls for him. And then we see, uh, so your boy Bloomberg, he he dropped out, right? Doing the town, yep. I uh, would love to, I mean, I, I I can't think of the last thing I just dropped $500 on that didn't go nowhere. Shit. Can you imagine $500 million? And all he got to show for it is America's, American Samoa. Wow. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say it. The hell is that? If, if I got that kind of money, I don't want to be president. I don't care. I'm wealthy. Why do I care about power? <laughs> I have money. I win. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm going to risk. That's like taking $500 million and throw it on a crap table. Shit. No. No. Maybe he's, maybe there's something else in play. <laughs> You know, that we have no idea. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying, maybe they was like, yo, make this move. We got you. You're going to get that back. And we got this other thing in play. But we need you to mm-hmm. get out there and do this right now. I'll make we'll, the move. We'll, but what if we don't win? Do I get it well, back? Maybe they was never supposed to win. <laughs> it was like I said, it was made. It was like, we need you to do this. And start some we, shit? You, were never, you were never going to win anyway. But and then if you did, then we'd be like down on Trump. Like, whoa, shit, how do we get here? But. You're doing this for something else. This ain't. This is chump change. All right. We're all gonna give you the money for that. That's nothing. But you're gonna. We're gonna do some business down here. When he do goes I get through, it back though? When he, what's what I'm saying? Like when he win, we're gonna do this other business that can only happen if he wins. So you're just putting an investment down. You dig? There's other people. We all we, let's click up. Again, I'm on my conspiracy theory, brother. But I'm just saying, I, these cats ain't stupid. At least I, I like to think they're not. <laughs> Ego is nope. a motherfucker, man. Very true. But billionaire motherfuckers are not dummies. And they didn't I get repeat, there. Ego is a motherfucker. It, it, I ain't disagreeing with you. But I also know that them cats don't make moves just on the whims either. 
No, 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 they don't. Most of that shit is highly planned out. <laughs> and it may seem like it's a loss to us, but we don't really know what the what they really doing and who they really in bed with and all this. And I just to me, I wouldn't be surprised if this was not a real loss to him. Especially to, to me, it seemed like he just quit real quick. Like, nah, fuck it. I'm eh. It makes it look like he was like, nah, I was bored. Fuck it. But I, I don't think most billionaires don't get down like that, but I could be wrong. Either he got money to burn and it ain't shit to him. Or ego, as you said. Or it was like, yeah, okay. We, we did you did what you're supposed to do. Cool. Now, now immediately say that you support Biden. <laughs> And, and make sure we, you get this back. Yeah, okay. We, cool. See, and now that puts him in a better position. You would, you know what I mean? I can see that too. Politics are a motherfucker. Them motherfuckers are not stupid at all. Somebody said the other day about uh, about Bernie Sanders. He's our future. I'm like, no, he ain't. <clears throat> the man is 200. He ain't nobody's future. <laughs> wow. Jeez. <clears throat> oh, I'm wrong. Oh, I got, I got nothing. I have nothing on in one way or the other. <laughs> I'm just sitting back watching. But uh, yeah, well, we'll see how it plays. So, is it pretty much a wrap that it's going to be Biden? Uh, I'm not saying it's a it's a wrap, but Biden has the momentum. He's got the backing from um, the people that dropped out, and like somebody said. Um, Sanders is galvanizing the youth, but Biden's getting the older people and With money. God damn it, millennials and Gen Zers, get your ass out and vote if you if this is how you really feel about Sanders. Because the people that are feeling Biden, they take their asses to the polls. It's true. Mm. True. Okay. All right. Well, let's we'll see how it all comes out to play, boy. But uh, yeah, man. And then wait, some other people cut out, jumped out too, though, right? Um, well, we didn't. Uh, was it Pete? Amy Klobuchar Pete? and uh, Pete. He Pete wait, before, we get to, before we get to booty juice, Amy Klobuchar dropped out after she got the endorsement from uh, was it New York Times? Some big New York periodical gave her the endorsement ah. along with Warren, and now she dropped out. Not a good look. Mm. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, all right. So there's our our Biden talk, <laughs> I guess. Uh, anything else? There was not, I think there was, there was something else. Oh, real quick. Did you guys see the Batman Batmobile reveal? I take that as yeah. Yes. It looks it looks kind of whack to me, but you know, I'll, I'll wait and see. But I'm not that impressed. And the funny thing is about it, <clears throat> Batman is supposed to be the world's greatest detective. Okay, let's look at how many cars are running around with what appears to be two V8 engines in the back powering it. Okay, who built that? How many people can build that? Ten. Find them. One will talk. We know who Batman is. Come on, man. Oh, you can say that about all the Batmobiles in the movies. That's the case. All that bat shit. Yeah. Like, who's building this shit, man? Please. 
Well, I, yeah, I mean, again, we're talking Can you about see him standing around the bat cave with like a construction hat over the bat suit, <laughs> directing how he wants to build. Right. Well, again, <laughs> you have to accept that because you're talking about a world where there's a guy named Clark Kent, and if you take his glasses off, he's Superman. <laughs> no one seems to realize that. So, it's, no shit. It's already but actually, kinda... if you think about it, bats probably could get a small crew. In the Batcave, because back on the TV show, he'd hit him with the bat knockout gas and bring him in. So they don't know where they are, but it's in there. And mm. put him with the bat knockout gas when they get done and get him out of there. Well, I guess it could be done. Yeah, I think we're overthinking this. How they get in there? Uh, why is he wearing a suit to begin? Why is he a bat? <laughs> How they make the cave? But anyway, <clears throat> right? But um, yeah, they, they, they're showing us the Batmobile. I'm like, nah, I don't care that much. To to me, I, I'm not gonna lie. To me, the dopest Batmobile, if we gonna go there, was uh, Ben Affleck's. I like that one the best. Shout out to Zach. I've been trying to tell you, niggas. But original is the best one. <laughs> always Which one is the original? Which is the, you talking about yes. the TV series? The TV series. Oh, oh hell. Guy no. trash. Hell, <laughs> yeah. Hell. It's iconic, but trash. No, shit. Mm-hmm. That car is all that. Wow. I would have been with you if you said the 89 Batman car. Oh, but they couldn't stare. I don't think it was garbage. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to ride with uh, the Ben Affleck one or the second one, I would say the, the Nolan. It was it the Tumblr? I said that's now, the second the choice. Even for me. A I don't even count. Well, that's his car. It's a, it's a damn tank, but I'm like, shit, that's what you're gonna roll with. And nobody fucking no, with you. I ain't gonna lie, it was functional. That was a dope ass uh chase scene and with the bike uh, the dark out and stuff. Yeah, that shit was tight. Yeah. But uh I I I think it's cool. It's something different. This has got to be a different Batman. So I'm curious <laughs> to see what it is. I it's I'm glad that it wasn't like stereotypical with the Bat fin or <laughs> ears or something. <laughs> so, I lie, was giving me a uh, Batman, the Fast and the Furious vibes. He driving yeah. a muscle car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, feel, I feel that. But you know, curious to see what they do with it. I, I still, I have to see the trailer before I can really. And the muscle popping. car, the, the this new car has no stealth to it. You're gonna hear it eight blocks away. You ain't gonna creep on nobody. Maybe he ain't trying to. Uh, true. Mark, Mark, you overthinking it again. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to. It's, 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 I guess it's a muscle car because we expect a, a good chase. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But but uh, yeah, they have to stay in front of it because they were probably like, let's put the picture of the car out because we're about to start shooting this bitch <laughs> and somebody gonna film us doing it. So let's let's get in front of that. Um, the other thing, excuse me, um, what else was I going to say? Oh, um, man, was, we're starting to get all these little leaks from, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier as well. Yes. Starting to come out. I saw there was some yes. leak footage of a fight scene with the, the new Captain America dude. And you can also see, uh, Winter Soldier in the back there punching shit. Um, I'm very curious to see what that show. I, I have high I hopes for, wait that, for show. that one. Yeah. I hope so. That's going to be great. Um, I believe that is it, fellas. Uh, unless you had anything else, we're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, but yeah. As long as the Batmobile no, is a Prius, I'm good. 
Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That'd make for a good SNL skit. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. All right. Well, with that said, we're about to get up wow. out of here. Oh, what's up? Oh, I'm sorry. Looking at this uh, story. LA related. My bad. Didn't oh. know my mic was on. Hilarious. I've only been doing the show for how many years? But I'm just joking. <laughs> Uh, well, with that said, Amp Who, where can they find you online? You can see me on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And if you're in some of the groups, you can come at me then. But I don't lose. Hilarious. All right. Big Sexy and Sack, where can they find you online? Twitter, WSE Mark, Facebook, Mark Wiggins, and Instagram, Mark Wiggins, too. All right. And man, this is crazy. I just seen this headline it says Suge Knight ordered to pay 107 million judgment to former death row investor. Man, this guess. has been going on for hella. Is that my man? Well, it's to be paid to Linda Harris, but uh, in yeah. since going to do. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah. Found, <laughs> okay. Where are you going to get 175, 107 million for Suge? Doing life. <laughs> I guess it's the principality. I guess so. Oh, should we get out? He ain't doing life. He's getting out. You think he's going to get out? I think I mean, he's going to get out. out like what? 20 years or something? I think Sugar will be out in less than 10 years. Interesting. Interesting. For, for murder. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. What did he uh, well, he's plead not guilty in there for to? Murder, he's think. not in there for murder. Yeah, I was asking. What did he plead guilty to? Oh, shit. Oh, oh it's voluntary manslaughter. It's voluntary manslaughter. Okay. He's okay. serving a 28 year sentence. He ain't doing 28. That ain't happening. Yeah, he ain't doing 28. <laughs> Says the cash is to be paid to Linda Harris, who claims that she was an early investor in Death Row Records, but was later cheated out of the 50% stake that she was entitled to. Harris also states that at the time, she was the company's first vice president, but once the label garnered bigger success, she was booted out. Wow. Good luck getting that paper. I guess she. I guess uh, they went to her as like, bitches ain't shit. Bye. Wow. The minute he gets out and gets hit with that uh, lawsuit, he's going to walk straight over to the Southern Bankruptcy District and claim bankruptcy again. Wow. <laughs> shit. I don't see how he even makes any money. Who, where is he going to make money from? Even on uh, death row. She better try to, by try to sue Hasbro and get some of that. <laughs> so yeah. you, you got something that's mine. Buy this. Can you imagine him going up there with some of the homies and trying to do them like they did Vanilla Ice? Shit. Shit. <laughs> I'm picturing Destro now coming out to uh, <laughs> to some Snoop music. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Destro in the motherfucking ass. Come on now. Why would Hasbro buy that? Mark, big sexy. Don't, don't, don't do it. What? Again. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on this. Uh, I'm on this site called Urbanize, and they're talking about all the development plans in LA, and just and we talking about death row. And they say USC's Iveen and Young Hall officially opens. Jimmy yes. Iveen and Dre. I'm like, ain't that something? Yeah. Yep. Yep. He won. Oh, oh yeah. I got a motherfucker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening again. Check us out as podcastjuice.net. Also, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, 
and Instagram. And also check the show notes so you can jump on the Discord chat and get at us that way. As I always say, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.